Welcome to the Life Source Church Money Works Podcast. All right, welcome to the Thursday edition of Money Works here at Life Source Church in Trey Valley, Massachusetts. I'm Dave Langren here with Walt Graham, and uh, we're continuing with the nuts and bolts of stewardship. Now, we're up to Thursday. Sunday, you mentioned a story. Did we hear about it Monday? No. Did we hear about it Tuesday? No. Did we hear about it Wednesday? No. What's the story? You, you are the man of the hour to ask the question, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, so what I was mentioning, we had, we had the, um, the circle up there, you know, with trying to be faithful stewards and working our way through that. And I talked about how sometimes we might feel a tension between those things, like living expenses, right? I need to pay the living expenses. And yet an opportunity has come along to make a kingdom investment. And so what do I do? You know, how do I handle that? And I, I said that, that it may be that sometimes God will actually lead us to, instead of spending the money on living expenses, to make a kingdom investment with us. And the story is this, uh, that my wife and I, um, years ago, uh, when we didn't have a lot of money, and we were, you know, trying to bump into the savings area of that circle, um, we just felt really burdened. There was a family connected with our church who was just in severe need, really difficult. And God put it in our heart to take what for us was a lot of money out of our grocery, but it was $40. Okay, now, doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah, I know today. $40 bought some yeah, groceries. Right. And so we, um, but we just really felt burdened about it. So we took $40 and we put it in a card. And we went over to the house and visited this family and talked to them, encouraged them, and then gave them the card and left. And so, act of faith, I mean, we weren't, we weren't going to starve, but nonetheless, this, this blew our budget that week for groceries. Things are tight. And so, uh, went to bed that night, but feeling confident that we had done what God wanted us to do, glad we could help, you know. And the next morning, I got up, and I went out to leave for work, and in the front seat of my car was a big grocery bag. And, and I pulled out, I, I, you know, started looking through it, and it was all Thomas's. Yeah, you, you know, uh, Thomas's, like Thomas's English muffin, Thomas's bread products, whatever. Somebody had apparently gone by uh, a Thomas outlet, and it picked up a bunch of stuff, and they left it in my car. Um, I kind of guessed who it was, but I didn't know for sure who it was. And, and we, so I brought it in, and we were able to put the stuff in the freezer and have it last. But we actually kind of totaled up what the value of it was, and there were about $40 worth of Thomas's bread products in that thing. And so what encouragement it was to us that we had trusted God, right? We had taken out of our grocery money and given it away, and God the very next day gave back to us something of equal value. So it just reinforced that we could trust God with that. So that's my story. That's, that's cool. just one of lots of stories, but that was the oh, one I sure. mentioned on Sunday. No, that's cool stuff. I know one thing that I've kind of caught, you know, as we've been listening over this week, everybody really connected with the graphic, like the stages and kind of where you go. I I think um, one area that I would probably challenge people on is that second one, living expenses. Mm -hmm. Um, I think some people can think, you know, oh, well, you know, my living expenses just prevent me. Um, What would you say to somebody who's like, boy, I'm just stuck at number two there and what do I do? Well, okay, so obviously we want to acknowledge that there are some people because they really don't have much income, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the circumstances in life or whatever, single moms, uh, setbacks, whatever. So we get that. Some people really can't get beyond that at this point. Mm-hmm. However, 
and this is, I think, what you're talking about, that lots of times people, what they think their living expenses are is way above what they really have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the reality is, is if we find ourselves stuck there, we, maybe we're given the tithe and a little bit of offering, and then we're, we're living expenses and we never have anything left, mm-hmm. we really ought to look at those living expenses and start to say, you know, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's hard in our society to think about this, but if somebody might be looking and saying, well, I'm paying $1,200 for rent. Well, maybe there's a place you could find for a thousand dollars, and but that is you start praying to God. God, I want to be able to do more than this, and that's where my heart is. And lead me in this. Help us to find a place. Or there's sometimes there's a way to cut down on groceries, right? Expenses. Sometimes, um, I think we need to just really be honest and look and say, you know, maybe this pair of shoes will last me another year instead of having to buy. Now, I know we just stepped on some people who love to buy shoes, <laughs> uh, picking on them, right? Maybe it's, it's I, I don't need another bow to go hunting, right? Mm. I don't need another gun to go hunting or a pole to go fishing. Uh, try to be equal opportunity to pick on here. Um, I, and I think one of the big things, right, cell phones. Mm. Sometimes people are spending a fortune on cell phones that they don't have to. They could make different choices. Uh, cable TV. I'm amazed at what gets spent on cable TV, you know, when you can have the basic. You don't have to have the... So I think, yes, if I'm stuck on the living expenses part, and I can't get beyond that, I really need to begin evaluating my living expenses and see, are there some things that could change? And the deal is when we start making changes because we're, our heart is with God, wow, he can do great things, exciting things. Yeah, I agree with that. In fact, you know, you said something about God sustaining things, and I know we've experienced that. That's, that's coming up sermons. Oh, it is. But go okay. ahead. Right. Talk about that. <laughs> I don't want to steal your thunder. But it, just a personal point there where, you know, God, stuff that we had that was old just lasted. Um, you know, one story there is, you know, I, we had a microwave that I had before we were married, and, you know, we all want the one that's over the, the stove because that's the thing. And, you know, we, we committed, well, until this one dies. <laughs> Wrong commitment. But the, the thing lived on forever. I bought it used, and, I mean, we had it for um, 14, 15 years, and the thing wouldn't die. And so uh, finally we bought a house that had one over it so we could give that one away to somebody. <laughs> is it still running somewhere? I wonder. It possibly is. I don't know, but it's pretty incredible. You, you and I have way too much fun doing this, don't it's, we? I know. It's, we like to talk, I think. It's, it's the problem. Uh, all right, so with that, with that, going kind of back to that diagram, because I think that had some impact there, uh, started off with giving, living expenses, saving for the future. Um, I mean, what... What, what did you mean there specifically? Well, really, I had in mind two things, okay? One is uh, what would I call an emergency fund. Right. It's, you know, saving it out up. Like when, when you're really in debt trying to get out, that's, you know, the suggested amount is like $1,000. That way if you're, you blow a tire or the refrigerator breaks, you can replace it without going into debt. Right. Um, but then after that, working toward where you can have three months, six months of basic living expenses, right? I mean, and that might take you years to do that, but working toward that. So if all of a sudden you lose a job, it's not time to panic, right? You have time, and God has already provided for you how to keep going. Uh, but then the other idea is, is preparing for retirement. And, you know, I know some people, you know, they have pensions, they have 401Ks, they have whatever uh, they might have. And I'm just, I'm not saying to save up to be rich, but I think it's just, Setting something aside so that when the day comes, you are able to continue functioning. Now, here's the deal. 
when it comes to savings, we know the way things work. You could wake up the next morning and find out it's all gone. And so having the savings is not about trusting in the savings. We always got to trust in God. And we're trusting God either to enable us to save for these things, or if we're not able to save for these things, then we're trusting him that he's going to provide some other way. But those two, two main ideas, emergency fund and long-term retirement kinds of savings. Although, you know, I think we probably ought not to think about retiring so much as just changing what we do and actually serving God more. But I think, you know, what you say there really brings me to remember, you know, when we're mindful, when we're stewarding our money on the front end, we are helping ourselves steward the money on the back end because we're going to have to learn how to live within a certain budget, you know, at that time because you, you can't just work extra money, you know, or work extra hours and get extra money. You're retired. <laughs> you know, because you're retired, exactly. It's like you've got a set amount coming in, and that's what you have to deal with. Um, would you say that, you know, a lot of um, people who are just either they're fresh out of the house or they're newly married and setting up house, do you think they struggle with being used to a certain lifestyle and then moving into that and trying to, like, match that? Yeah, for sure, right? I think, you know, we grow up in our parents' household, and when we graduate head on our own, we try to then move out and have the same lifestyle that our parents have. But it took our parents 20, 30 years to get there. Exactly. And we think that's where we need to start. And so we need to be much more realistically, you know, you know, live in a small place, save money, get ahead. And really what we want to say is, God, what's this money for, right? right? If they can start from the very beginning, God, what's this money for? My heart is to use it to honor you. They'll make much better decisions. And we really do need to get used to not living so luxurious. If you, if you can, great. But it's... It's not important. It doesn't matter. Honoring God with our money matters. True. Well, let's see. Just before we sign off, because I know we tend to go long, <laughs> uh, but just with the whole nuts and bolts element, um, I think that is so mindful. You brought up some some key elements. I think that were good. You know, even with turning the water off or shutting the lights off. I mean, it's those little things that can add up. Uh, it's you know, planning your shopping where maybe you shop once a week instead of going to the store daily. I mean, that saves fuel and things like that. So it is little things. Um, what did you find, you know, kind of, if you can think back, not that you're that old, but I mean, just if you think back, to, if you can remember, what were some of the little things that were, seemed to have a bigger impact long-term for you budgetarily? Boy, I wish my wife was here to, to help with that. I would really say that even though we, we, over the years, we've had debt off and on, what I would call consumer debt off and on. I think the, the biggest thing for us was finally turn the corner and say, we're not going to do that. And that meant we just had to wait. We had to wait on certain things, just not doing it. And boy, does that begin to free up things. Because rather than having to, you've already spent your money before it even shows up, now you're in a position where you're able to maybe even save for something. So... Uh, I think I want to say, you know, think, little things like turning off the water, turning off the lights, even plan your shopping. Sometimes it doesn't save a lot of dollars. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what it does is it changes what's important to you. Mm -hmm. Because it's, and you're not uh, stressing over the, the water, but what you're saying is we want to be able to do something for the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And when you start making choices like that, God honors those choices. 
And you might save $2 a month by turning the water off while you're brushing your teeth and uh, another dollar by turning the lights off when you leave the room. But when God sees your heart, he can bring $100 or $1,000 or a new job or whatever because your heart is in the right place. Absolutely. And I think that is the perfect place to end our today. So hopefully these are being helpful for you. Um, I know I appreciate it myself. Just it's something we have to be reminded of because it, it's so easy to let our money dictate where we go and how we live. Um, and God cares about that, uh, which sometimes I think we forget so quickly. So make sure you join us tomorrow. Uh, where we'll, we'll have a couple from our church, right? Coming to uh, share some insight for... So it's a really great testimony that they have, too. Really good. I'm excited to hear it myself. So we're signing off today. Have a great Thursday, and look forward to talking to you next week. <laughs>